I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Dave Chappelle, in one of his two comeback specials on Netflix in the spring of 2017, talked about when he was young and one of his middle school teachers wheeled a television into class so that the students could watch the launch of the Challenger space shuttle. I'm a little older than Dave and I remember it too. It was 1986 and it was a big deal. There was a teacher on board and every other teacher wanted to share in the glory. Of course, it all went horribly wrong. The launch went fine, but a few minutes later, the shuttle exploded. All the astronauts were killed. Students and teachers across the country watched stunned. The punchline to Dave's bit about it is subtle. The teacher, staring at the screen, dismisses the class for the day. You can all go home. But after that, Dave makes a point that's deeper than a punchline. He starts to needle, to needle the younger people in his audience. These days, he says, you guys get so much more news, so much more data that everything in the sp- is the space shuttle. So nothing is a space shuttle. Mm. Just when you filled your mind and your heart with horror, or in these cases, joy or, in the, or the significance of an event, another one comes along to wipe it away. How do you grow up in an environment like that? For creativity, things need to settle in, take root, flower, bloom, grow, tangle. The skim, the superficial, the way things get replaced so quickly is the enemy, not only of deep thoughts, but of creative thoughts. I guess I want to leave all internet users, in other words, everyone, with the words of caution. Of course, use technology, not only, I mean, no one is suggesting you unplug or that you wander the earth only as far as your landline cord will get will let you go but don't think that the giant hive mind out there is a replacement for your own mind and don't forget to have the courage to set aside most of what you're being delivered and deliveries as Chappelle says come in constantly when we network with other people we learn to use them as trusted resources when we network with technology we learn that resources are countless but not all trustworthy it's a balancing act stay upright hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate all of those the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's uh quote uh is from creative creative quest uh the quest love book i've been reading i just uh got to that part and thought damn that's dope um but uh it made me think about a lot of stuff uh because you know we talk about the internet and social media and how it affects your brain mm-hmm. yes sir and uh like he talks about that a little bit in this chapter and that was one of the things like everybody remembers the challenger mm-hmm. and where we were yep what we were doing right everybody remembers 9-11 yes sir you know I don't know that we have collective moments like that anymore no. because he's right to a certain level to a certain extent we are inundated with so much information mm-hmm. and our impulse to panic and to create like to make everything a 10 out of 10 event i think it's something that has kind of skewed everything into me almost being nothing you know like there is no necessarily uh like there's moments of course but there aren't these shared collective conscious moments that really hit like rock bottom where you're like oh my god i know about this because it was such a big event now i feel like we know about everything yeah and and it could be good and bad and i and i've come to the conclusion that the human mind is ne- was never designed to take so much information in i'm sorry the human mind is not the human mind 
has a capability of ciphering through stuff and shifting but the human mind was never designed to shift through so much shit at once it's like almost like a fucking overload there's no way you can absorb there's no way you can filter or go through mentally all the shit that happens all the time and i think more importantly or as important to this is our minds not being equipped to, to handle this all the time the publications and the people who put out this content understand the best way to go viral is through panic right so i think all of our news is shaped to panic Mm -hmm. if you watch fox news cnn uh msnbc it doesn't matter which channel it doesn't matter what your um everything belief system is it doesn't matter if you're liberal whatever it doesn't matter watch any of the channels turn the volume off if you want it doesn't even matter if you watch the screen it's like a giant blinking moving panic warning sign yes it is we scrolling at the top we scrolling at the bottom we scrolling on the sides we scrolling behind or we scrolling in your fucking face right so you know it's 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 designed to let you know i mean what does your phone do when it wants to get your attention blink vibrate mm-hmm. you know flash something at you well that's what your tv is doing if it's set on the news at all times i don't know about you guys but if i put the news on even in the background the 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 um if i put the, the the like cable news on in the background of my in my house if i do anything i eventually do get this kind of sense of like either dread or anxiety mm-hmm. or something like i get this like depressing feeling and it's it's not even if i'm not actively engaging and watching it, right it just ha- it's designed to overwhelm your senses mm-hmm. and get you in a panic uh panic mode it's it's like uh you're supposed to feel like this thing that is it's like beer right it's supposed to feel like beer beer dehydrates your body but also it quenches your thirst but it's dehydrating your body while it's quenching your thirst right that's kind of how it is where it's like the news is the thing that you go well if i watch more news i'll get the information that will answer all the questions that will then like solve the problems that i'm feeling and i think that's how people get caught in those fox news cycles and stuff like that and social media is very much that yes it is it's weird because you would think with social media being people influenced well people can choose what they want to engage in but i think in most cases when you ask people um to try to create something they try to recreate something and and what we do a lot of times is recreate that panic and that news feeling on everything Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's why you have some people that they're always in the panic mode everything is a fire they're always mad all the time and always angry and upset all the time because they've allowed these things to kind of put them on 10 all the time because it's constantly what they're watching constantly what they're viewing constantly what's around them and if you talk to people who watch huge 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 amounts of the news i'm not saying you know you need to tap out because you do need to be aware and alert but i know talking with like my older family members and stuff like that when you talk to them you i can tell they consume a lot of news because they be like well you know so and so you know be careful you be like where where how do we get here well also we've monetized panic correct how many people's personal brand is i'm gonna explain to you why all this stuff is just the crazy stuff ever and then you need to come here and i'm gonna tell you what we need to do and it's so urgent we have to do this now now, now, now. and 
i i think over the years it's desensitized me and mm-hmm. kind of made me go the opposite way on things where i'm like what you're saying is not nearly as bad as how you're portraying it correct and unfortunately i'm right most of the time you know which is sad because like i said there was a time and now obviously you know this is uh you know this is not necessarily a good time but there was a time when um by the time the average person found out some sort of alarming thing it's because it was alarming to everyone or to most people now it's like people want you to uh, for example i'll give you a tiny example of the panic culture i think is what i would call it um if i if i say uh oh man you know i really enjoy marriage story that scarlett johansson movie someone's gonna be like oh that bitch let me tell you what she said she said this and she said that and she did this and so now i'm it's like the anxiety that they have about her they're pushing into me like they couldn't possibly just be like okay he liked the movie no 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 you need to know what kind of person this is for this movie you like there's nothing they can do they can't erase that i like the movie Mm-mm. i can't make myself go back in time and dislike the movie the only thing i can do is make myself not want to talk to them but it's this panic like fix this look at these look at these problems fix this you know what i mean like how are you gonna resolve the way you feel and the what and the things she said you know and that is that panic culture and people rely on that and one of the things i really had to learn to let go last year and um and you know going to the future is that that impulse of anxiety and panic that that picks up you know and i've had it tested before too like in the last couple years and been like no you're not gonna make me do like panic with you you're not gonna drag me into this like reactionary ass culture i'm not saying there's never a time to react i'm not saying there's never i'm not saying i'm a person that just i never get upset no it, it happens to everybody but if you recognize the environment is producing that type of moment then you become a little bit more aware it rains on everybody yes but if you recognize it's raining you might want to wear get an umbrella you might want to wear a hoodie you know and that's what i'm trying to say is like um you know this panic this panic culture is is everywhere and you have to be aware of it the other thing he brought up too is how it affects creative people Mm -hmm. and that is definitely a thing because when you're creative you definitely are oversensitive uh or extremely sensitive to everything around you every change every opinion all this shit and so um when you're creating from a place of either like stillness or a place where you want to develop ideas you need a little slowness yes you do like you need some some time maybe by yourself you need some time focusing you need some time um you know planning things that these things take time if you want to create something new and different and really thoughtful what you put out there and when you're constantly in a revved up when you're constantly in a running from one one thing to the next when you're you know fighting this battle and fighting that one in your head or whatever you really don't have time to create that thing that uh that needs to grow to fruition you don't have time to water that plant and i and i think you know this does stem our create uh hurt our creativity uh in the long run yeah because a lot of times being bombarded like that it does not allow you time to think and when you're creative you're thinking it does not allow your mind time to slow down because uh if you talk talk to a lot of well a lot of artists particularly the people that sing and, and perform and all that shit they'll be missing for a long period of time and people mm-hmm. go why they done took a trip off to some place where don't nobody know who they are and got by themselves and come back you be like well goddamn they had time to think mm-hmm. like you got a product because they 
slowed down it wasn't constantly touring it wasn't constantly interviewing it wasn't constantly up front in videos they allowed that time and the thing is when you're in that mode your 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 fight a flight kicks up and that and when you're in that mode every everything's on 100 your flight or fight right. it keeps your heart racing it makes your blood pressure go up you know it, it it affects your sight like it affects a lot of things your 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 body is not designed to being long-term alertness like that it's just not um and i think too uh for a lot of people they don't realize that they're affected by this until they become depressed until they realize that everything irritates them and they're constantly angry and they can't sleep because that's the thing these things will affect you one way or another like they will come out one way or another you show up with your kids you show up with your husband you show up with your co-workers yeah because your mind has not turned off you go to sleep but you don't sleep you don't actually rest you don't turn it off because it's designed to keep you in alert mode all the time right so i think um you know when i read that that was what i thought about was like yeah the cost of being plugged in all the time is this this constant unsettling this constant inability to set down roots created it creatively and mentally and stay there and you do have to be aware of what you're consuming who you're consuming it from who your people online in that circle is what they want to talk about what what are their what are their habits what kind of socialization are they pushing on you like react to this all the time if you're not you know sometimes i used to things used to rub me the wrong way when i would see it online and i didn't really have the words for like why why am i bothered by the way this person is saying this thing and it took a while but you know i i realized like oh this is actually not good like they make it sound like for example a thing people will say is like uh you know if you're uh you know if you're not doing such and such on your facebook page and unfriend me or something well well one that's kind of their cry for help because you know if it's really that big a deal they could be the there's an unfriend button on their side right correct but then two it puts you and everyone reading that in a state of panic and alert of oh my god what what am i doing wrong what is what am i doing so bad oh i I better find a way to fix this so this person won't be my friend anymore digitally you know and i think that's the kind of thing because in real life i've never walked into anyone's house and said if you're doing blankety blank you're no longer my friend you know that's not look at you like you crazy right but but we can induce that panic on each other online you know you can share an article and it's like you know some sort of indictment or call to action and you can share another one and you can share another one and now you share 37 articles that make it seem like everything's uh in a panic all the time you know and so like i said creatively on the that to me that's not a great place to create from i'm not saying you can't make good art from that but for me personally i i feel like my ideas never get to take root when i'm constantly worried about you know the next thing as opposed to just settling so yeah and and a lot of times people are caught in this cycle and they don't realize they're caught in this cycle because anytime anybody says well hey i'm i'm i don't have a facebook page or i'm getting off twitter i'm getting off instagram Mm -hmm. a lot of people will instantly be like wow what's wrong what's happening are you okay everything's all right because it's a drug the the, the drug is designed to keep you connected and everybody including myself 
loves the drug because if we if if the, if the drug was was not good we would all tap out of social media so apparently it's something out there that everybody loves some people do a little bit of drugs some people do a whole lot of drugs right. but we all addicted to the same drug called social media and the internet and we don't really know it's you know we don't really know all the fallout from it because it's it's kind of unregulated you correct know? like the government doesn't do shit about it in america um and you know some countries they do regulate their internet they sure do you know i'm not just talking about communists like china and shit i'm talking about like the uk you know so it's, it's, you know so we don't even know the effects of all this stuff but i do find that like he said everything's kind of their challenger you know it's it's uh you know it's these beatings of people on t uh, on your twitter and facebook it's uh every single article about someone that is missing it's every um story of of like uh any allegation against anybody for anything like all this stuff is constantly swirling like do something do something spread the word we got to do something and at, at some point you do have to worry about the toll and the cost on the human mind of that because i don't think like you said we were made to handle all of that and i don't think these these platforms necessarily regulate or self-regulate and they definitely don't care about that part of it because if that is the thing that gets you to click one more article that's what they're gonna do you know yeah but what, whatever it takes to keep you there mm-hmm. and like you said you brought up something that i wasn't aware of and i am a lot more conscious of it how when you scroll on facebook how they have a fucking bottomless pit yeah and i never realized it but yes you can literally sit there for hours and scroll and scroll and, and the thing scroll I, and the, scroll. the thing for me personally i find is that i normally regret scrolling same at least you know a person of my convictions and all that stuff the thing that that when i scroll on facebook the thing it mostly reminds me of is that i'm not really friends with these people right and i don't mean it in a bad way way, but Mm. most people you know people that's where we're at now people really will take something that simple as an insult but i it reminds me that not not everybody is my friend Mm -hmm. i i like the some of these people i like that they like me they may like our show something like that something superficial but they're not really my friend Mm -mm. friend and when they you know when you start scrolling you see what articles people share you see Mm -hmm. what opinions people have right you see the way people talk to each other you see the way they fight people in their chat and their mentions and stuff and it makes you go oh this isn't really my my friend this isn't really a person that i know because i'm afraid to talk on their page i'm afraid to right um to they say something I, i'd rather just unfriend them than just go hey man what what, what does this mean you yeah, know or, what i mean or just mute them while i don't see anything right and especially you know me i'm the kind of person i don't mind disagreeing with somebody that's my friend i'll even make jokes about it with you but you know that's definitely a love language that everybody does not share no they do not and you know it they, and a lot of people not only don't, don't share it they don't even understand it nope so if i see you share something on your page and even if i agree with it i feel like i can make a joke between friends i'll i'll remember oh this is false proximity this is false friendship i'm right. i'm thinking this is a friendship and so i don't like scrolling because of that you know because because i think it does create that thing and because also you don't know what state of mind another person's in they might be one of these people that's constantly you know everything's not 11 everything's a challenger so you mm-hmm. you know you go up and say something like oh yeah isn't that crazy and they're just like nah fuck that you know so uh it really means like honestly if you listen to the show and we've been on social media and i've disagreed with you 
and like kept it kept it pushing that that to me is the ultimate sign of like okay i fuck with you because i don't fuck with most people like that Mm -mm. you know if i um i was talking to somebody on my page today about tyler perry i was like you know we were going back and forth disagreeing a bit but you know never got disrespectful you know kind of ended it with a little bit of a laugh you know i understood where she was coming from i hope she understood where i was coming from and you know what i'm saying like i would not even extend that courtesy to 99 percent of people because i've had once you and especially once you had a couple people completely take it the wrong way turn left and you be like how the fuck right. we get over here and that's another level of that panic culture because now i'm panicking about this friendship that's mostly a digital friendship it's not you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so now here's another thing via this box via this screen that's causing that and once again not good for my creativity because then you you go you know you go back and you're thinking about that you're focused on that you're not focused on your art you're not focused on your comedy you're not focused on you know your business plans you're focused on some superficial friendship shit uh via the internet so yeah and also it causes all jokes aside because it's so much and your mind is not designed to filter sometimes i just don't care and it's not that i don't care care it's just the fact that at a certain point i'll tap out and be there but i don't care y'all you have to turn off like like okay yes this is the 20th thing i i don't but you know care. what you have to turn off though you know one thing like you know i've been pretty religious on this for the last like few months i said i was gonna do it and i've been sticking to it so far but taking that week off every month for the show like i mean that shit because and then i was talking to chris lambert and he was saying like you know man y'all show y'all really been in a groove i don't know what it is but y'all really been killing it lately and i was thinking to myself yeah because we stopped i wasn't killing myself no more right you know what i mean i'm worried about killing this this podcast rather than you know trying to catch up and be up on everything give every opinion some shit we just gonna miss and that should be okay right you know it doesn't mean we don't care it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you know we you know but literally you can't get everything you know not even people that have a job to be on the news every day are on the news every day right you know there, there has to be limits to this shit and that's why we talk reading rainbow now as opposed to you know always trying to catch every news article out there because it's like you know what this is more important and this is something that's real and in our real lives and our real heads and nobody else is talking about this shit nope butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere anywhere for friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything 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 look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow floyd mayweather <laughs> i never realized this but somebody online it was like karen just sounds so told y'all sound so happy when y'all seen this it's just so well, happy they said ass karen, song. i think they said you oh, yeah, ha- yes. sound happy i don't feel like i sound happy when i say it's that just song. a happy ass song it is a happy ass song this is true <laughs> yeah it is uh all right <laughs> well take your happy ass on then <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's get into uh the news and stuff um that's going on 
um wait hold up i did want to say this speaking of the tyler perry thing mm-hmm. uh like i said i had a conversation down my facebook page um listen there are black people who don't like tyler perry don't like his work have never really liked his work even the things that people go well that was all right that was pretty good they don't even think that shit was good they and i don't blame them it's not a defense of tyler perry's work what i am saying is some of them still watch all his shit and especially these movies like uh this and then uh 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 what was it uh and the one with tyler roger p henson acrimony acrimony thank you uh, i almost said alimony i'm glad i didn't say it <laughs> um <laughs> it was some alimony in this number. i was gonna say uh alimony and enmity <laughs> <laughs> yes neither, neither one of those was it we've been getting reported to Firestarter. anyway um but there is a contingent and not a small contingent a very or maybe it is small but very vocal contingent of black people who consistently consume this man's work while hating it claiming to hate it right no all the shit and then be online wanting to kiki and participate in it and i'm starting to think that these people need to stop lying and be honest y'all enjoy the ratchetness can we have a moment of honesty please can everyone come to the to the front by their heads and be honest about it you like talking shit about that man and you enjoy it in the same way that a lot of his uh fans enjoy it mm-hmm. right because i because uh, i know i enjoy the bad i not i don't watch all this shit but when i enjoy it i'll be like it's gonna be bad and i don't care them Medea halloween movies is my jam boo and boo too but but not just that but acrimony i enjoy yes. the fuck out of acrimony you know that's a good bad movie yeah like what the fuck happened to that we can't like good bad movies no more but what i realized is because in this last one he filmed this shit in like five days i haven't even seen it yet Mm-mm. uh because i was waiting on you to watch it with me okay but, uh i can if not i can watch it by myself you can like, watch it like i said okay. it was an hour hour and a half yeah okay okay so here's the thing i enjoy these shitty movies and i don't care that they're shitty right and a vast majority of his fans enjoy these shitty movies and they don't care Mm-mm. some people watch these shitty movies and they really do think they're good and you know what god bless their hearts let them have that it's been 15 20 years you're not gonna be able to get them this time right like oh i wasn't aware these were shitty oh so you're saying her wig was fucked up in this scene and then it came back she had a different wig on well i'll be damned i can't believe 25 years of loving tyler perry and it's come to this that's not gonna happen and everybody i don't care who you are everybody loves shitty stuff right everybody i don't care how high art degrees and phds and letters everybody loves something that somebody else says you know is what, shitty. you know what it is Karen? it's you come to my house and you see me eating some taco bell and you go you know that's not good for you that's what it is yes i do and i'm but, gonna take but hold up but hold up how the fuck taco bell in business if everybody ain't have a little bit of taco bell from time to time that's the only time you want to bring up salads when you see me eating some taco bell (laughs) huh fuck out of here that's what it is man that's why i've been trying to figure out why it's so annoying to me ain't it that's why it's fucking annoying because it's like 
who the fuck are you preaching to and that's when it clicked karen because i saw something this morning on twitter some guy gave a really bad opinion about people not needing therapists if they have good friends what Uh, no 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 see see that's the point he said that shit right and then you know what the rest of the day was right a hot mess everybody else retweeting quote tweeting replying Mm -hmm. and and you know and this is a relative nobody he didn't even have a blue check such as myself he was just sitting up there spewing opinions into the void and everybody decided this is the one that we're gonna jump on we're gonna dunk on them we're gonna tell everybody how bad this opinion is and tyler perry low-key hockey whatever has actually made a living off of those niggas too because he already has his hardcore fans that are gonna watch everything yes right everything but what about the people who claim to hate him so much that they can't help but talk about him which is his own form of promotion that makes everyone want to watch the fucking movie right i didn't i didn't I necessarily plan on watching this movie Mm-mm, but y'all talked about what it happened so was much. so many people talked about it. i said "Ooh, tyler perry got a movie coming out on netflix right didn't even know my nigga didn't even get the email that the movie was on netflix till today and netflix can only be on it with my taste they'd be like mm, you need to watch this didn't even get the email i knew about this movie the second it came out because people that claim to hate him were live tweeting it immediately as soon as it hit people were you know every article about his writing process people were dissecting and talking about how terrible a person he is and blah 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 and you know what y'all tommy lauren them yes they did y'all pierce morgan them. you want him to go away but you won't quit talking you helped him right you consistently help this man you're better that you 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 know what you did you popeye's chicken sandwich him yes without the promotion he didn't have to invest a fucking dime i don't think i've seen an ad for this fucking movie Mm -mm. i don't think i've seen one ad no not on tv or nothing everything i've seen been on cross social media everything i've seen and people sharing it to talk shit about it which is essentially just letting us know it's out there and going oh people are having fun talking shit about this movie i'm gonna join in now that's 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 one big part now the last part i gotta say is this i know you motherfuckers are enjoying making these jokes about the movie Mm -hmm. which is the reason i see the movie to make jokes about the movie because i find it to be fun right and enjoyable so why are you trying to act like you better than everybody player why can't you just admit you the same as the rest of us don't want to be left out of the cultural moment and you want to get your jokes in i don't believe this i'm just i just want him to do better nigga Mm-mm. you can't do better than Mm-mm. what he's doing i don't know if you looked Mm-mm. around the nigga on half of atlanta he's doing great <laughs> so if you were rooting for him you can go ahead and check out because he's already got that taken care of right now if you're rooting for him to get better plots well then i mean what else you, what else are we rooting for then you know what he are we knows his audience we rooting for we went we rooting for snow in arizona too hmm what we, what we rooting for we rooting for uh donald trump to, to go ahead and turn around and be like black lives matter i'm now let me save you some time stop and some energy stop <laughs> stressing you unnecessarily stressing yourself out you over here trying to ruin everybody else's good time because you you so sedity and bougie you don't want to be seen having a good time 
going this is some bullshit i'm in on the joke it's some bullshit we all know it's some bullshit but isn't it some funny bullshit you don't want to be that person you got to come in and be like uh taco bell really rod i i don't think so i'll just continue to eat iceberg lettuce because that is good for me like that that's what you want to come in my house and do while you sit there and you smell the taco bell and you wait till i go like you know go to the other room to get something and eat you eat a couple bites of taco bell and you go oh god it's terrible the worst oh i can't believe you got i can't believe you eat taco bell this is disgusting Mm -hmm. hand me those can you hand me those uh soft shell tacos this is terrible and you people should be ashamed of yourselves because you want to be in a party eating motherfucking taco bell like everybody else right and there's nothing wrong with that stop acting better than people damn always because you're so worried about somebody judging your ass or this is hypocritical how can you say you like this but you like that because nigga i contain multitudes and volumes baby yeah i enjoy this bullshit and i enjoy that high art elevated shit too because there's room for all of it i've been saying this shit from day one about tyler perry on this show go back go back you can listen to any of these motherfucking podcasts we've ever talked about this nigga i've always said the same shit i don't really consume that much of his work but i don't mind that he exists right people used to write us emails about this shit and i would say the problem isn't ever gonna be tyler perry the problem is there's just not enough voices out there and that ain't his fault and it's not his problem to fix correct so now so now we have all these fucking voices all this shit you can't even consume enough black shit you can't even keep up with it i guarantee i can name something you ain't watched ain't never heard of in your life oh you caught up on how to get away with murder and being mary jane and scandal and insecure and atlanta and like you it's something out there you like i didn't even know they had a boomerang rematch what what is this a tv show now nigga none of us can watch all the shit anymore so just don't watch his shit unless unless you lying and you actually do enjoy bashing his shit guarantee you a lot of these motherfuckers skip right past something they supposed to be watching on netflix some high art <laughs> the highest skip right past that shit and went right over that tyler Perry's. they could talk shit and go high five with the timeline fuck out of here y'all niggas want to be down like everybody else because black people had that cultural you know those cultural moments and tyler perry movies are cultural moments of us being like that shit was ridiculous did you see that bullshit you know and um todd williams made a great point stereo williams made a great fucking point he said isn't it funny on netflix there's a movie that people want to see nominated for an oscar about a black man who made horrible unconventional movies who many people said push the race back we're embarrassing to the race and now eddie murphy plays him in a movie and we want eddie murphy to win an oscar and we call that avant-garde we call that man courageous we call that man uh underrated we say rudy raymore didn't get his things the way he was supposed to a black entrepreneurial pioneer well i don't know seems like enough time passed where people can be like "Mm, the tyler perry of that day is somehow uh, a hero so i don't know man it just seemed kind of weird that people are so like i don't know so so eager to shit on this dude so hard but then pretend that they're not enjoying the shit like you you enjoying 
you watching the stuff and you're laughing to yourself like this is terrible and ridiculous and then you want to go share in the community moment of how terrible and ridiculous it is and, that's and, fine. and i'm with you but look cut the cut the high cut, cut the high nose bullshit okay cut that shit we like let's like let's just keep just it party with the rest of let's us. just it's keep okay. it a party and enjoy the shit okay you showing up at my party talking about oh really boom for him? hey nigga you leave or don't leave a drinker like the rest of us <laughs> i normally sip cavassier but i guess i'll have some hennessy today nigga you're getting drunk or you're not right. get the fuck out anyway that was on my heart <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's talk about this news y'all um uh protesters who demanded and i believe this hugh way uh hugh away uh cfo's release re- uh revealed to be paid actors so protesters calling for the release of a senior chinese telecommunications executive arrested in canada have admitted that they were paid actors in the latest twist in a closely watched extradition case that has chilled relations between ottawa and beijing oh oh so nobody's been to protesting apparently they getting paid to protest it was like you need an acting gig more than by the way this is why i don't really believe when people say like these protesters are paid actors because well not anymore because i'm like well if that's true it's someone gonna tell yes you get money that they ain't getting somebody gonna tell somebody always gonna tell because even what we know even against the nda the only person that keep people from telling is beyonce everybody else business is out there anyway more than a dozen people joined the demonstration on monday outside vancouver courtroom where the huawei uh executive ming wanzu is fighting extradition to the u.s for alleged fraud related to sanctions against iran the protesters held handwritten signs that read free ming and trump stopped bullying us but it soon emerged that they were actors who had been promised 76 dollars for two hours of work on a movie and a facebook post one of the actors oh, so they thought it was a movie i don't know if they thought it was a movie but I, like, I like they, that's like, what they were told like they showed up and they filmed it and it was like, all right cut i thought that would be like you know a director no just news cameras uh, just look right into the camera hold the sign you sure yep 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 just we, 76 dollars we just need a mob just to look and hold these signs up in a facebook post one of the actors julia hackstaff described the fake protest as a filthy cheap scam that has resulted in her receiving hate messages online see that's the thing that's another reason i'm like these people be like oh this is a fake protest i'm like yeah y'all keep saying that but with the way black twitter csi works they gonna find your imdb page homie okay they gonna find the people that did shit okay so i don't know but uh hackstaff said she had been offered to work as a movie extra but soon after arrived at the court she realized she had been duped in attending a real event i feel cheated used abused angry deeply saddened and emotions that i don't even have the words to describe she wrote it was unclear who had recruited the actors oh okay so they so they literally thought okay we're going to do something and then it was like oh we didn't know this was a fucking real ass event right um like hold this sign uh okay and where's the director and action right my action is angry sad and disappointed that's how she sounded uh it was unclear who had recruited the actors of hawaii spoke yeah how did they even recruit you was it craigslist uh 
somebody got in contact with him the spokesman told the ap that the company had no involvement with the protest i mean he'll he'll be a rich billionaire ceo type nigga he probably could get it done himself yeah they probably y'all probably didn't get your 76 dollars either another protester ken bonson gave an identical account to the toronto star saying he had no idea what i was going into oh she had no idea what i was she had no idea what i was going into i don't know what that means uh i'm honestly pretty ashamed and embarrassed she said uh explaining that she had known about Ming on her or her legal saga the revelations came as canadian government lawyers returned to court for the third day to argue that Ming, hawaii's uh chief financial officer should be extradited because she was guilty of fraud and not because she violated u.s sanctions against iran Ming's legal team has argued that she was caught up in a u.s effort to use this extradition treaty to get canada to enforce u.s banking sections against iran the u.s alleges Ming lied to HB- hsbc about hawaii's relationship with this iran-based affiliate skycom putting the bank at risk of violating u.s sanctions against tehran so this is, gets deep into some other shit so Mm-mm-mm. ain't that some shit right Mm-mm-mm. i just want to have enough money to make fake people make people be fake on my side like that <laughs> that'd be nice leave right alone <laughs> this is some bullshit quit harassing when do i get paid when do i get paid i'm paying to show up at the ymca he didn't travel okay <laughs> got to check out the cash <laughs> just have him over in the corner and scene thanks guys appreciate y'all's efforts delta the airline mm-hmm. they are scheduled to pay 1.6 billion dollars in profit sharing bonuses to karen the ceo its employees Ooh, okay swerve uh the profit sharing plan began in 2012 after delta merged with northwest airlines delta ceo ed bastian uh explained the bonus in a statement saying 2019 was truly an outstanding year on all fronts the best in delta's history operationally financially and for our customers our people and their commitment to bringing the best in-class travel experiences to our 200 million customers are the foundation for our success this is reportedly the sixth year in a row that delta has paid out more than a billion dollars to workers but this year's payout sets a record the profit sharing is when well everybody knows the profit sharing is um the bonus is uh consecutive for with other employee benefits delta offers and employees will receive a bonus regardless of their employment type so part-time full-time wonderful executive wonderful because it, it and it's also one of those things where employees actually particularly with large corporations employees keep your shit running like like running smoothly mm-hmm. um you treat them bad you have high turnover high turnover means nobody learned a fucking job nobody can navigate nobody can move in and out errors are constantly made your customer service goes down and tank and all that shit like you know companies kind of want to treat people like we just don't like a number like we don't give a fuck about you and then be shocked and ah when profit margin go down because the only reason why it's so high is because you got employees that actually care go the extra mile go the extra step but that's what happens when you take care of employees they'll learn shit memorize shit go the extra mile be friendly go out of their way and shit like that stay for for long periods of time if they feel like you're treating them right um also the thing it made me think about you know how every time someone talks about raising the minimum wage someone always goes 
well then a burger's gonna cost you 75 dollars and uh the truth is no the fuck it wouldn't right because you don't give a fuck how much the mcdonald's ceo takes home in bonuses when they get fired and they get that golden parachute you don't give a fuck how much they get they when they get paid how much they get in a bonus per year for just like how fucking hard is it to run mcdonald's like a, what would the ceo trade with the fry cook i don't think so right right but we don't think about that but literally they could give these people a reasonable livable wage and just be like oh yeah all the executives can stop taking uh, the whole every single dollar of profit and put it in the bank literally but and you don't still be rich delta didn't go out of business right delta didn't fucking the tickets don't cause skyrocket on delta compared to everybody else like that's somehow they were able to manage it's almost as if the ceo said i'm just not gonna take the 1.6 billion for myself and uh we'll just share with the employees and bam there you go and they and i mean delta cares man i think delta was the one that you know jacked up that chinese man on the flight that's how much they give a fuck okay <laughs> they will get a nigga up off a flight if it's too full okay but that's only when you pay people if not you gotta call the police now the police gotta do it you see what i'm saying no, i just joke about that but yeah it was just crazy that uh i read that and was like i didn't even know they were doing that Mm-mm. been doing it since 2012 haven't heard of people about why delta calls more or, or how how terrible they're pricing and services and like no things will be working out just fine mm-hmm. i know if i was working in that industry i'd probably be like so is delta hiring right uh let's see uh it's so cold in florida right now not the d in south florida <laughs> that they have now had to issue a warning for falling iguana falling iguanas what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they where are they falling from they're experiencing the coldest temperatures in almost a decade with freeze warnings posted throughout the state of uh on wednesday morning oh because it don't get cold there like that 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 bitch be like oh we 60 and above all year round low temperatures are said to stun the invasive reptiles but the iguanas won't necessarily die as iguanas are cold-blooded creatures they will become immobile as the temperature drops but it also means many will wake up as the temperature rises while the scientists report the iguanas aren't dangerous or aggressive to humans the creatures will damage seawalls sidewalks landscape foliage and can dig lengthy tunnels oh shit so, they, they, they might not bother you but they'll fuck shit up around you this is it what iguanas falling from the sky oh they said they falling from the trees yeah they're gonna be falling from the trees you walking in the woods in florida which i don't know why anyone would do that but if you were mm-hmm. a fucking iguana might just fall down on your head coroner union man drowned after falling into a chemical tank at dayton business a man is dead after he accidentally fell into a chemical tank at a Dayton business Tuesday morning. Just before 9 a.m., a call was made that a man at Tech Metals Incorporated on Springfield Street had fallen into a tank that contained chromium chemicals. When the man was rescued from the tank, he was reportedly not breathing and CPR was performed. The coroner's office identified him as 60-year-old Dana Swisher of Union, Ohio and now he's gonna be haunting batman for the rest of his life right it's funny how we learn all this shit in these comic book origins and that's not how shit happens at all Mm -mm. you get bit by a radioactive spider you dead you gonna motherfucking die unless they can get some 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 uh medication in your ass you dead yeah you ain't about to stick to no walls or get no spider sense Mm -mm. 
bones since your ass dying ain't nothing tingly you know i heard maybe, maybe your leg when it's dying but other than that ain't nothing tingling i know i'd be pissed off all nevada chemicals and just die i don't come out with white skin and the cackling come on I'm like i don't <laughs> i don't get to start torturing I'll, I'll, uh, gotham i'll I, be pissed i don't come up like wolverine and uh what's what that uh where they torture him at at that mm-hmm. place he, weapon x facility yes weapon x yeah like that was sold a bill of goods on wednesday the coroner determined the cause of death comic was, books lied as one, on wednesday the coroner determined his cause of death was accidental drowning oh mm-hmm. okay according to uh he didn't get to bang harley quinn or nothing Mm-mm. according to the call made for the 911 the man fell into a tight space in the tank in an accident making it difficult to pull him out co-workers attempted to pull him out of the tank which the 911 caller said was about four feet deep only four feet what kind of chemicals are in there oh my god oh my god oh my god when they pulled him out before cpr until they did it until medical crews arrived oh you probably already gone i don't know what's in chromium but nigga only four you, feet you can stand in four feet you said somebody tech thing so he hit that shit in and skin some shit was happening oh my god yeah you like you said you can literally stand up and walk so whatever it was it was taking him out immediately oh uh hazmat and dayton fire crew spent a while decontaminating the scene and officials said oh the hazmat people there there was some acid said no other injuries were reported uh but then they gave him cpr though okay so you would think if it was acid like you're not gonna put your face on acid yeah whatever shit whatever it is it was like you immobile immobile mm. he was 60 though so maybe he fell and then he couldn't get up that's true too oh man what a terrible way to die man Mm-mm-mm. sorry to all the people that know him that listen to the show that's gonna be on twitter and cancel us uh supreme <laughs> supreme supreme court rules that flint officials are not immune from punishment in the flint water crisis lawsuit case will move forward you're goddamn right documentary showing that y'all didn't give a fuck you could have got the good water but you said fuck it let's get the cheap water because it's cheaper fuck y'all yes sue them that's right karen i boo this decision i don't like it at all Mm mm-mm i don't want i don't want these people to have to go to jail as a prison abolitionist i don't believe in prisons so we're gonna put these people in the privatized industrial prison out of here so because they poisoned thousands of black people yes they did and harmed their lives they have a study that said that that uh children with um disabilities and uh mental uh illnesses has fucking went up in flint because of this goddamn water get out my face sir so just because they poisoned some people and ruined like just hurt a community irrevocably for probably as long generations generations they now, got, they'll never recover from this now they gotta go to jail yes the, all the jail <sighs> Karen, jail in America is the worst thing you could do to somebody, okay? I don't think you understand. Oh, lock them up all the jail. Have you seen the water in jail, Karen? Okay, it's not delicious. You should have thought about that for you fuck these people's water up. Go to jail. They only, Karen, the scandal only led to 12 people dying. 
and many more that's a false statement probably a lot more people just can't link it so well no. 12 citizens have died and many more fell ill when the city switched its water supply in 2014 that's what it says in the article i'm saying and some of those people so are dead by just now because too. their decisions directly led to 12 deaths they gotta go to jail care yes sir you're going to jail now you're going to jail now i can't believe i can't believe you karen you just so thirsty to see people go to prison you're going to jail that's the problem right now you're going to jail you're going to jail that's the problem with y'all negroes man y'all so happy to see somebody else go to jail and that's how the people end up, you know, in the death penalty no, and all I'm kinds not, of stuff. No, I'm not happy, but, you know, you Mm-mm. you can't be killing people and shit. Come on, I don't girl. think anyone should ever go to jail for any reason ever, period. Mm-mm. No matter what they do, can. as a true prison abolitionist, Mm-mm. everybody just gets to do whatever the fuck they want. That's and then not- we should just sit around and be like, that was wrong. That was, no, no. Don't do that again. What, you want to at at Stay away from the water supply. Yeah. No. I think that'll work. That'll solve that'll solve Mm-mm. the problems of Mm-mm. our society it can all listen if we just have restorative justice meaning down the town hall and we tell them cut it out buddy that's enough that is enough for you sir nope no more water making decisions no sir wow okay we will never agree on this i guess not i hate they say we never disagree <laughs> uh, i guess i guess uh people just don't listen to the show <laughs> apparently they don't um let's see uh florida supreme court rules to block ex-felons voting rights until they pay off any fees and fines related to their sentences a motherfucking hundred them bitches get on my nerves you get on my fucking nerves because the people voted for it this what the fuck they wanted and you was like oh we're gonna make a fucking poll tax because mm-hmm. you know they get out they ain't voting for your ass florida will no longer allow formerly convicted felons the right to vote until they pay off any debt that is related to their imprisonment how and, bitch how because a lot of them can't get fucking jobs what the fuck why, why am i leaving prison with debt anyone right. think about that right why would i owe the prison <laughs> uh but that's why i'm for prison abolition guys gotta get rid of these prisons if you poison the whole community of people for for uh, you know a decade or so tough shit okay you made a mistake we all make mistakes let it go see what i'm saying karen these articles are late and i know you feel the same way about both voting rights will not be restored to felons in florida until they pay off all the fines and fees related to their sentencing um the florida supreme court ruled on thursday the court made the decision that all terms of sentence includes the time the person served and supervision in addition to any fine supervision so are they also counting like okay if you're out on parole or uh out on probation or what, whatever my question is what, what the fuck is tax payer money paying for then what, right. what, what what is what is what is my tax money going to right we conclude that all terms of sentence plainly encompasses not only durational terms but also obligations that therefore includes all legal financial obligations uh imposed in conjunction with an education adic- uh, of guilt as explained next we reject as overly technical the arguments advanced by certain non-state parties that amendment four encompasses only some lfos which legal financial obligations yeah and, and a lot of this is because they know that most of these people will never pay this shit off ever in their fucking lifetime most people go fuck it and they'll never be able to vote because that's the thing they want to discourage people no what else voting. i think no what else i think karen 
i bet you they'll start trying to find ways to fine and indebt these people in prison right even more i mean you're already running a debtor's prison but you'll start to see them be like okay we need to make sure these motherfuckers can't vote when they get out so any little thing we finding it it's just another thing even if they get out they still can't vote it's another little thing um, that's why it's important who you fucking put in these positions because you know even though you voted for something if somebody else turns around and be like no this is the shit that they they needle and dime and kind of weave into the shit that you vote for so you vote and then you don't have the right people in office they don't give a fuck about what the fuck you voted for i'm also glad that andrew gillum didn't try to run for president everybody remember when everybody wanted him to do that it's like bro we need you down there right like you need to win that shit a lot of these motherfuckers beta or a lot mm-hmm. of these motherfuckers go back home try to win your state with this, this this president shit is not for games okay none of y'all gonna be bernie warren or biden so y'all niggas might as well go back home and try to win some shit there do make make advance on the ground where you can stacy abrams you know like stay on the ground while you can man like i understand people want to aspire to president but like straight up the, the, some of this shit is local and if it don't stop stop there it won't matter if you have a president and all the fucking states are red right the mo- nobody can vote you know and this one of course went to their supreme court so you know it you will have to wonder who appointed that supreme court hello you know um but yeah literally debtors prison mm-hmm mm-hmm mm the people are like yeah they should have the right to vote they was like okay y'all want y'all want the right to vote but y'all have to pay this debt though right um you know since we quote unquote let the people vote then you know we we let y'all say y'all a word yep holding the right to vote hostage because it's not like if you're in debt like with credit card debt you can't vote right right student lo- it ain't like with student loan debt you can't vote right Mm-mm-mm. uh let's see what else do i want to talk about um oh michelle obama shared her workout playlist with cardi b bruno mars and meek mill and more oh yeah um so it's about that time when the new year resolution get a bit harder to stick to to offer a little inspiration i want to share my go-to hashtag workout playlist with you these songs always seem to give me that extra boost to get through my toughest workout what's on your playlist yeah my favorite thing about this well not favorites literally my least favorite thing because anytime the obamas like show their heads there's always a contingent of about 75 woke niggas that hate them with a passion and try to turn everything they do into they're basically trying to tyler parody obamas you know out of some type of weird blackness that's turned that seems a lot like anti-blackness right me and the republicans agree (laughs) fuck these bitches in their list i hate them retweet by rush limbaugh but okay uh but yeah she had like a list that she put out that had a lot of different people on it um um uh chuck brown uh childish gambino um uh, um nipsey hustle uh she also loved but anyway my favorite thing i love that she went out of her way to be like the clean version <laughs> oh yeah the clean version the clean version I'm, I'm like i just like that you listening to all this shit that's about all these these black ass blackity black ass artists that's not the version she listened to she she doing that so people won't be like you listen to the dirty version she might listen to it clean i don't care but it's just funny that she had to be like it's clean you know what i'm saying like oh my god it's because it's still phil florin phil but yes it is but yeah a guy like you kurt franklin 3005 childish gambino 
that's not the clean version and i know it's got some cussing on there uh <laughs> soul made by lizzo my money my baby by burner boy some of this stuff i don't even know tense anderson part pack featuring kendrick lamar mm, she more hip than me i'm like who, 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 who i don't know her click kanye west jay-z and big sean come through my this is my first lady forever forever ever oh can't believe we had a black first lady and a black president mm. priceless and I, and I was alive to see it nothing you can put on it Mm-mm-mm. uh all right let's see uh let's get into some other segments i know we've been talking for a while um let's see what i want to do next uh, uh i guess we do everybody's new favorite uh segment they're gonna like it I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, man. Think of getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same old niggas on the block. Same old niggas on the block. Same old niggas on the track. black capitalists let's talk about they punk asses uh, i don't know if you guys heard but martin lawrence and will smith put out a little movie this week last week called bad boys for life yes sir third movie in the bad boy series mm-hmm. and i was you know i was rooting for them honestly i said you know older black men they doing a movie together good for them you know black people love that i even went and saw the movie gave my money to it oh yeah i think we've seen them all in the movie theaters yeah i was very happy i saw them i enjoyed the movie i did too had about better than what i thought it would be mm-hmm. that was until i opened the paper that's right in this version i have a physical paper that comes to my house mm-hmm. not the paper i opened the paper turned to the movie section mm-hmm. and saw these sellout capitalist coons make 68 million dollars in the four-day weekend yes on mlk who was for the people by the way okay a man that was for unions okay a man bad boys for life we ain't going nowhere hey they are bad they are bad boys indeed we bad boys for bad life. men who are capitalists hoarding all the resources and the means of production to themselves and it's sad to see it because any black person that makes more money than i think they should make is a bad black person and it's sad to see that they built a legacy on the backs of blackness like this leader waif would never okay she produces real black movies unlike will smith all right oh they produce black movies too they got a whole studio what is we talking about here uh, 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 i read an article she said they don't okay and you know she would never had audacity it's a movie that we seen a preview for in the movie theater that was they studio well it would be a nice time for you to be able to remember things but since i do all the remembering on the show it looks like you don't have any evidence what you seen the movie with me what are you talking about sir i don't remember now i don't recall oh so now you got selective memory i mean you ain't seen the movie i mean you seen the uh the uh preview lena waif would never sell us out and make 68 million dollars from a movie in a weekend never she's too real for that if you say so y'all keep falling for these capitalists i don't believe you playing Mm -hmm. with y'all black Mm -hmm. money Mm -hmm. 
and if that ain't bad enough if that ain't bad enough whatever will smith's coon sellout ass wife jada got the nerve to get her little talk show red table talk renewed through 2022 with facebook 2022 my nigga what is it it is january 2020 right 2020 Mm, disgusting she already got the whole year on lock my nigga it's, it's i hate to see it running on the lock. i hate for people who mad about the red table they y'all gonna be dealing with him for two more years i hate to see i hate to see that running the family like i that. love to see it running the family but they say what coons of a feather coon together and what did they do yeah you can coon, got married you can coon round up to that money and and dance on it mm-hmm they got they they daughter and they son in on the capitalism it's yes! i mean it's really a shame it's really a shame when you think about the way they are doing the black community out mm-hmm. here i don't know no no sir i disagree will and jada won't save us i disagree folks. with you homeboy okay. i disagree the red table talk won't save us now this one might be a little confusing to y'all and i'm sorry that y'all can't follow the follow me on this but because okay. y'all gonna be like but Rod, you was just piping them up this motherfucking capitalist coon tyler perry what about him he gave a former inmate a job after the georgia district attorney set him free from a life sentence why wonderful why, why would you give him a job that's the worst thing you could do wonderful no no it's not because now you done made this man a capitalist everybody what? know black people not supposed to have jobs because then they participated to the capitalist industrial well, complex sir, what, what do you and white have? supremacy us doing this podcast this is your job this ain't this segment ain't about me karen I, what are we talking about I so make you the, can get a job and nobody else can get a job karen, i make the proper amount of money to be woke okay and when the proper amount of money tyler perry looked at our money honey he would jump off the plane what are you talking about that's, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying exactly why because he's a capitalist because our money ain't shit compared to his it's okay? not right so that's what i'm saying i can stay woke at this level now if oh, at I, this level also you go so if you go if up there raise, now, you're gonna be less woke then that's gonna be the new level of everybody that level is cool and below everybody that's fine but then above oh, that oh so that so the high that's you, the coon so the high you go up the the, the less sleep you get i, I got it now I you follow it. me now you follow me so i'm just saying this man's a coon and he giving somebody a job because why he want to distract from the fact he's a capitalist y'all because that's all capitalists think about is how to distract us the masses from how rich they are you know how it is no no i hate no. a rich person oh it's i worse. don't especially if you black and rich it's double worse only no, white people should not. be rich what get yes. out of here hate to see rich people everybody oh no black oh black wealth we we making money oh i ain't never been that's right to no motherfucking museums i ain't been to the moma Mm-mm. no i haven't been i would like to go but no i haven't been okay i never been wherever the Louvre. i never been there me either i, I want that's to for go these one day. corporate coons and tyler perry is one of them care i hear giving black people jobs giving black people jobs and then making movies with no writers on the staff it make it make sense okay capitalism at its finest i'm sick of it you just gonna be mad then speaking of other people i just went up for <laughs> but now i gotta tear their capitalist ass down a couple notches because i know they listen to the show and they're gonna be ashamed of themselves Ooh. and they're gonna give up the money and give it to some other people that more deserve it okay people like me and my friends who would like to be rich oh we're okay 
michelle obama to host the igtv series about getting into college come on you mean getting respectable sis is that what you mean getting them oh, degrees so because i got a respectable college degree i guess now i can be somebody yes you can be somebody Mm-mm-mm. it's real that sad. woman had a zillion jobs as a child she's playing piano doing all types of shit oh so you read the book i guess not you, all of it but pieces yes i guess you paid money for the book you I paid money capitalist you I paid, capitalist dollars paid for, the book? for that book four five times i got a version my mama got a version my uncle yeah i paid she, she got her money for me several times the show is called like, oh you're a black woman in my life i love you here's the version the show is called a year first it's set to debut in mid-january and will follow first generation college students through their freshman year according to Engadget. each episode feature will begin with a message from obama explaining some of the obstacle obstacles within the enrollment process so they can go accumulate college debt which you probably invested in for profit prisons okay no, so you no, probably owned the, yeah that's what no, they do karen because no. that's why they start wars in the middle east for the oil money karen all these but capitalists is in it together whether they, they black or white didn't. it's all the same to me what is happening over here i'm just trying to rail against this capitalism karen this is a socialist mm, podcast mm. No, it is not. No, it is not a socialist podcast. Socialist podcast. Sign up for our Patreon. We'll tell you some of the the socialist secrets. Okay. Nope. Ain't no secrets over here. Become a premium subscriber. Get behind this paywall. I will tell you some of the socialist secrets. Okay. Don't y'all believe that? I got y'all, but only if you can pay me. Okay. Don't do nothing for free. Pay me my worth. But but they supposed to do for free and get their money. Well, okay. Yes, they supposed to. Now they Mm -hmm. make more than me. The rules are different. I I peep the game. Mm -hmm. Right. Anybody that's above you is supposed to just not be above you. Exactly. Yes, that's the problem, Karen. I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Oh, we're not on the same page. I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to make logical. You understand? Tired these motherfuckers stunting on me on the ground and all this shit. On. Sick of this shit. These capitalists need to. I know outside ain't got the guns, but when we come for the means of production, you understand, I, we may have to hurt some of these people, Karen. We may have to. That's what I've been seeing on Twitter, okay? A word. We're going to come get the things. We're going to come get all the things. Okay, we're tired of being broke. Ah! <laughs> think i'm ever gonna truly see it for socialism but it's mostly because the people that promote it man they got some terrible pr like yeah, uh, they do. i was just to a pod i was just to a podcast by this dude that's a big birdie supporter i don't think he's white but he might be white passing lieutenants or whatever i don't know anyway he was a big birdie supporter and they was talking about the kevin hart documentary how bad it was and shit i didn't watch it so i don't care if it's good or bad right but like all of his um problems with it came from the fact that kevin hart had the nerve to be rich and i was like the fuck they got to do with anything not like i said money straight like, i mean he's in this big house and he's mm-hmm. i was like jealousy and they strip people of their humanity i don't but not just that i can't part of the thing is i don't really trust 
the socialist people that fuck with bernie because a lot of his shit seemed more motivated by jealousy and demagoguing rich people and i'm not saying rich people are a big sympathetic bunch of people I'm, they, they're not really but the fact is you don't sound like it's some principled stance it sounds like you got money i want it not you got money and this is let me explain how this is a problem and we need to like work this out it's right. it's like you got money just come up like i want to rob you not i want to not i want equality and justice because if that's the case a lot of middle class people would have to take a hit too correct you know but i guess if you can demagogue it down to one two percent or whatever but there's a lot of people that like you're doing better than your neighbor you should have to come up off of some of that change too you know but don't nobody want nobody, nobody want to go to a, yeah. a, a a world where everybody's doing okay but not good you're not amassing wealth you're not saving you know the government will take care of uh, some of this shit but all the stuff that you think you know makes you you're not gonna be able to do all that shit no more Mm-mm. you know hey you might have to everybody might not have to go we might not have all these fancy restaurants and right. all that type of shit like gentrification uh, would slow down all of a sudden yeah but but you know you like but then you you know you have to at least it'll be fair correct but a lot of people i think like the principle of that shit but in execution they ain't gonna like this shit yeah we're gonna be like hey that's why they keep making it about taking beyonce's money right be oh. like be like hey you know what do, you, do would you like to give something up mean bitch no but yeah this is whack anyway i don't know how long i keep doing that black com- capitalism segment because my heart's not in it anymore oh i know well, it's just hard because it's like i don't really hate these niggas and i'm not ever going to so nope uh anyway let's go to another segment uh i guess we can do some uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe, find different arguments, make us feel fuckable, and we'll sign points close to 0 to 100, intervals of 25. Today's content, everybody! Yay! Uh, let's see who's fucking with us now. Um, I've never even heard of what, what this is. Um, the Calm des Garçons, I don't know what that is, apologizes. Sounds French. They apologize after critics call lace front cornrow wigs cultural appropriation. What? Hmm. Uh, what what is this festival about? Major Japanese fashion label Combs de Garçon, oh Japanese, has apologized after featuring white male models wearing cornrows inspired by ancient Egyptians. What? The fashion house showcases men's fall winter 2020 line this past week at Paris Fashion Week. Mm, they didn't run that past the right people, did they? Somebody could have been like, you know what? Uh, yeah, you do wig, but not that wig. Uh, well, some of the people were black, it appears, or, uh, unless they was in blackface. I don't know. Uh, the fashion house showcases is line of clothes or whatever. And audience members were shocked by the aesthetic. Those comp- look fucking terrible. The company. <laughs> God damn it. If you don't do it, make it look right. Yo, why's, why's your hairline with your eyebrows? The fuck is this? The audience members were shocked. By the aesthetic the company's white models were wearing. The models were dressed in bright colors and crop jackets with braided brown lace front wigs plopped on their heads. Luckily, a few of 
a few black models didn't have to wear caps because they could rock the style naturally with their own hair is that true i don't know but that shit looks terrible it didn't take too long for the internet to react to the way it's calling the cultural appropriation noting that ancient egyptians were in fact black people and so we letting them be black today okay cool 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 you never know what you niggas <laughs> you never know oh man i guess today we're they're black so we could be offended i've seen i've seen the things you guys say no uh, <laughs> let somebody uh from egypt fuck up let somebody uh, ethiopian but light-skinned fuck up boy anyway who describe themselves as such others are pointed out the continuous negligence uh fashion companies show towards black culture and traditional cultural black hairstyles uh like most backlash connected to exploiting black culture the incident was followed up with an apology from the house's hair artist for the show julian dees i don't know if i pronounced yeah, that right i would be ashamed if i uh put them wigs on somebody that's that's your work though they don't even look good that's my thing look like they smacked them right above their eyebrows the fuck is this where's your hairline they look like the things from that one john travolta movie that was terrible wait did i say the one you know what i mean yes the one where they was aliens and shit Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is bad dear all my inspiration for combs that got song was the show was egyptian prince a look i found truly beautiful and inspirational now you didn't look good enough because honey there are a lot better things that you could have did a look that was an homage they said battlefield earth yes that's it never was it my intention to hurt or offend anyone ever if i did i deeply apologize yeah because the perfect people went in the room to offend so you didn't get fucked an homage to battlefield earth anyway <laughs> zero to a hundred karen oh i'm gonna a hundred yeah i get this uh that's pretty much a hundred yeah i don't don't know how how does that still happen that's crazy there's asian people too so you got that whole that whole thing people like you know asian people appropriating they just like white people blah blah so yep that's pretty bad pretty fucked with terrible look guess who's black accused racist miami police captain javier ortiz reveals i'm a black male during the city hall meeting um what? Mm-hmm. so apparently during a uproarious meeting at the miami city hall in coconut grove on friday the miami police captain said he was a black male the former union head was being put through the paces during a commission meeting regarding alleged acts of racism against black employees at the miami police department last october he was a sent <laughs> wait so he so he <coughs> even if he was black you was you're being accused of being racist to black employees you can be black and still do that yes you can like, like this ain't even a real good defense <laughs> listen nigger you're fired <laughs> what what no it's okay i'm black <laughs> i can i can do it mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. <laughs> oh man uh, sounds like some shit peter would do somebody say family guy say yeah that sounds like some shit peter would do what the hell uh so yeah um he's the center of a 65 thousand dollar that's it that's not even a lot of money i thought you was like 65 million 65 civil suit settlement after was he like, was, we, we don't want a lot of money we want to be sure y'all pay it out after he was accused of police brutality during a 25 15 traffic stop 
that's all you get for police brutality I wonder if there's a cap on that you gotta be a lot of states starting to do that because they spending so much fucking money a miami uh uh wait um this article keeps moving um shout out to the root a lot of ads uh <laughs> all right let's see Da, 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 da. Uh, the miami times referred to ortiz as a powerful and politically connected cop who's been accused of acts of racism and brutality against black citizens in numerous complaints and lawsuits members of the miami community police benevolent association the city's largest black police association aired out their complaints about the department's leadership at the meeting even reportedly presenting a binder with multiple cases demonstrating a pattern of unfair treatment of black male officers Ooh, that was ready Ortiz is the subject of many complaints and has been criticized for social media posts celebrating cops who killed unarmed black men. What? It's okay, Karen. He's a black male himself. No, Calm no. down. He he continues to rise through the ranks, nonetheless. According to Miami Herald, documents were presented where Ortiz identified as Hispanic, where he applied for the position during the hearing. Also, when he wanted the job, he was Hispanic. Now he in trouble. He's like, I also am a black I male. I too am one of the blacks. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend Rachel Dolezal the other day and we were just having a laugh over how ridiculous this whole scandal is. Right. Members of the police association revealed they took umbrage to his self-identification as a black man. Uh, on Friday he used, well don't worry, most black men won't be offended because hey, they weren't offended when it was uh, Rachel Dolezal. On Friday he used that as a defense for- Get the him to the cookout. Yeah, he'll be fine. On Friday he was used that as a defense for the action and behavior he was accused of i'm a black male yes i am and i'm not hispanic i was born in this country never went to cuba i never went to spain then why didn't you put that on the application my right right lies the lies this doesn't sound like uh you saying that because niggas in your ass yeah this doesn't sound too uh this doesn't sound too believable Mm. (laughs) whoa 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 slow down slow down now (laughs) You're the lies, the lies. <laughs> you accuse me of racism? What? I mean, shit, I'm black too. Um. <laughs> oh man, that's so now I'm one of you. Mm-hmm. And you know all the black people on the police force that he discriminated against. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. After causing like nigga, we got a whole fucking binder on your ass. The fuck is this? After causing a stir among the city hall's mem- uh, meeting members, District Three Commissioner Keon Hardiman, one on racing years, asked Ortiz about what he identified uh, about what he identified as years ago on official documentation. Right, because that's the shit that matters. He said, "Don't think you ain't coming there with the with the our whole job is to fucking investigate. So, bitch, you coming here? We gonna be ready." With the binders and the notepads, we can put a fucking PowerPoint presentation. Try us, bitch. Yeah, uh. <laughs> they was ready. They was like, no, no, sir, no, sir. We can find this shit. What did, when you filed your paperwork, what did you have, sir? <laughs> we do this shit for a living. Yeah, they, he asked the way he identified as, and, uh, I think I had an audio of what he said. Um, it's no zone. Uh, Alfred, do you have any booty sweats? Uh, yeah, get him chugging on some of Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around as a cure-all. Man, what you coming out and movies for anyway? Do you need another revenue stream? For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I think. And why am I in this movie? 
Maybe I just knew I had to represent. Because they had one good party here for a black man. They gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Pumpy breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. I just wanted to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, Kangaroo Jeff. I'm sorry a dingo ate your baby. You know that's a true story? Lady ah! lost the kid. You about to cross some fucking lines. Guys, relax. You know stop. what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala-hugging nigga telling me some... For 400 years. <laughs> that word has kept us down. What the fuck? Took a whole lot of time just to get up that hill. Now we up in the big leagues. Cannot turn it back. Long as live, it's you and me, baby. <laughs> That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. You really need help. And just because the theme song don't make it not true. <laughs> Love that fucking movie. I feel like that's how he came to the meeting. Yes, he did. Now you know I'm just as black as you. Okay? I'm, I'm gonna call up some of them greens. Now what you put on this documentation? This official documentation three years ago. Uh, I think I put white male. But uh, I was just trying to get the job. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. No, I don't know how we do, sir. You no, know, I was gonna say that tone back. <laughs> no, I associate back yes! in San Antonio. Back in the day. <laughs> Calling up some new games. Yeah, being for a treat. You know, back before the war broke out, I was a saucier in San Antonio. I bet I could call up some of them greens. Yeah, noodle some crawfish out the patty, yo. <laughs> I made some crab apples for dessert now, yeah. Hell yeah! Goddamn movie. This is so ridiculous, man. Right, it's dumb. Uh, he said, I think I put white male. I don't know if, well, I, I know I put white male, but I don't know if I put Hispanic. He could tell you. Now, no. He don't remember. No, I know. Listen, I know who I am. <laughs> the District 5 Commissioner. Do you, sir? Do, do you know who you are? Joe Carollo interjected. You put down Hispanic male, didn't you? Uh, Ortiz said, as a man, I stand by it. Uh, when what? did, when did you have this, uh, coming to, uh, God? moment that you were black when did you when did god tell you that carollo pro uh well i learned that there are people in my family that are mixed and that are black ortiz responded hardeman uh miami soul black commissioner chairman jumped back into telling him let's not talk about the degree of blackness oh no you're blacker than me that's obvious and if you know anything about the one drop rule which started in the 20th century he which is what that. identifies and defines what a black male is or a negro you would know that if you have one drop of black in you you are considered black did uh, he actually say that he said these are his quotes i'm just reading them in wow. the Robert a commotion soon ensued as ortiz said he, he was part jewish too oh shit he want all the tables to start shaking up in that bitch nigga benetton ad this motherfucker's like i got all the i'm every color it's all, all in me. me whatever it takes to get out of the civil suit <laughs> do it naturally whoa whoa whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> in all the languages <laughs> mr ortiz claimed that he was uh black now i hear he's jewish black carollo added uh i'm afraid maybe next month he'd be a black jewish woman i don't know all this all that was missing was a punchline rim shot in the laugh track uh so wow shout out to florida zero to 100 karen oh 100 for that dude dracaris that's 
i do get a hundred your cards for this motherfucker because he beat he has a police brutality case against him right. he discriminated against black police officers and this motherfucker really showed up like guys i have some surprising news <laughs> oh, did he tell his lawyer this that doesn't have a lawyer uh, well it's not a trial it's just a hearing oh okay because i about to say no lawyer in their right mind would allow you to go up there and start talking Mm-mm-mm. get the fuck out you should have had one anyway because you sound stupid Mm-mm-mm. trash um all right let's go to uh, another segment let's see what do we got here do i have any white people music for white people news we might mm-hmm. could do some of that yeah you haven't done that in a while yeah no the chris lambert's and jl Covey's favorite segment i know let's see if i can find anything though i haven't been saving stuff lately um <clears throat> shape of you is that a white people song wait I, you know i don't know shape of you these people are these people even black you know what we're a diasporatic podcast we accept these people from all over the place okay you don't gotta be black to cover white people music let me put this on the screen so you guys can see it um i think shape of you is ed sharon right god i don't know shit about white people i don't know her i'm terrible at this this is why chris lambert loved this segment because right. i'll i'll never know <laughs> listen to us going i don't know who the hell that is hold up man this might be kind of jumping uh, um, i don't need this and i know this song
Season that white people shit on. I like that. Put that shit over some of that Bismarty rice. Oh, that goes hard. They put some curry on his shit. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. God, man. What is yellow, like, red, or green? However you like it. What is it like living without melanin, man? Come on. I mean, this oppression thing kind of sucks, but but other than that, <laughs> if you take away the you know the racism and the oppression and the shit, yo oh my god they killed that shit oh that was beautiful wow i did not see that coming i almost didn't play that y'all i was like they not black and i was like you know what though how many times you know we don't play something on here and somebody done killed these white people shit and been like and i do recognize that song mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's only one version now i see why ed sheeran taking a year off that's that version uh trump advisor caught on tape that's why we gotta talk about donald trump that's y'all man white people <laughs> we're taking your music but you can keep your president trump advisor caught on tape discussing aggressive voter suppression in 2020 what well i'll tell you what i wonder whose votes they'll be suppressing because you know they don't know if you're white you know what I mean there's a better than not chance that you're probably gonna vote for them so they probably won't just target random white people huh? i wonder who they'll be hmm i wonder whose votes they'll be trying to get hmm. who knows right <laughs> who knows whose vote they'll be going for what i do want to say is this is a psa if you are black we already do enough we already vote enough and if you don't feel like going to the polls fuck it do whatever you want to do don't, take the day off okay you better not don't don't Mm-mm. you believe this negro nothing important get happened get your ass to the motherfucking polls what andre thought three thousand say and nobody black running but cracker so why i got to register okay i'm thinking a better shit to do with my time Both. all right i don't blame you stay inside play all of the Fortnite you feel like playing and don't worry about it all right vote just because they trying to keep inmates uh from voting after they get out of jail after serving their time i mean that's probably coincidental you know you know the prison industrial complex and incarceration probably i mean it probably has nothing to do with race so listen it's up to white people to save us that's right we all no, need to we all gonna die we no. all need to shame i white- have never been a slave in my life and i'll be good goddamn if i ever gonna be one fuck that bullshit we all need to shame white I people i like my freedom fuck that karen i've been listening to some podcasts and they just changed my mind okay i'm trying to tell you i don't care because the goal is to take it back to motherfucking slavery these woke niggas made some sense karen instead of shaming no they didn't they dumb instead of shaming black people who chose to not vote or the or whatever instead of shaming them all right we should just encourage them to hey don't worry about it it's white people's responsibility to fix no, and and of course they will fix it once they see no what's happened. they'll be like oh you know no. what we gotta i gotta stop voting for trump and stop not voting and now i'm gonna go vote against trump or against the republicans that's all we need karen so no. it'll take care of itself so look sit don't this one. y'all listen to this negro over here talking to y'all y'all get y'all asses out of the boat y'all talk to y'all families and friends y'all register people to vote 
you clearly don't are not listen to this black man on the other side of his microphone you right clearly now. are not listening to the right woke podcast karen i am not all my you are worried about are motherfucking sleep then because nigga vote stop shaming black people okay i will shame you because i voted i black, got the black right to shame women, you black women already vote democrat and that's enough okay no they, it they is gotta, not we need all themselves. the votes it's funny that the same people that was like you can't shame black people for not voting and blah 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 man when them numbers came back and black women once again voted at a 90 some percent clip all of a sudden it was shaming these black men gotta do better i was i thought we weren't shaming nobody they just make any decision also why can't they vote for trump then let's not shame that too let's not shame dominant silk fuck out of here anyway i'm not gonna do what the republicans want us to do and not vote kind of interesting that they want us to do that um and i advise anybody that hears the sound of my voice mostly black people if you are on the fence about this one you should probably go vote go vote what, what could it hurt go vote go register to vote and you know what i do every year i actually re-register us i think i do us both us to vote when we get you don't re-register you check our registration right? oh i check our registration yeah. i actually feel i check like, it too i feel like the form online and make them send me a brand new registration card every oh. year to make sure i'm on the motherfucking book in case somebody wants to get fancy and be like erase no bitch when i go in this there my car is brand fucking this new this is how they're gonna get us y'all this is why we're gonna go to prison because karen registers to vote 27 times I, the, and they're yes. gonna be like they're gonna be like uh voter fraud you motherfuckers are trying to vote 27 times prison that's how the blackout tips ends because karen and her ocd <laughs> when it comes to uh, this fucking i'm thing. scared i'm walking there one day they're gonna be like ma'am you can't vote and i'm like the fuck you mean i can't vote all you gotta do is check the registration karen you don't have to actually register again please stop doing that i don't want to go to jail all right let's go to the uh hold on we gotta pause all right uh yeah, and, that, and that's that's not my goal but i'm 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 all right i'm just saying check yeah. the registration please don't get us to go to jail that's all i'm asking you know how these fucking I'm not republicans trying in to get Carolina us to go to jail are. somebody right now hate us checking our registrations oh they double register take them straight to prison i do it once a year <laughs> mm-hmm. right but if we already registered then you don't need to re-register us so okay. i mean so when i go and oh yeah have you been to the site you know uh so you can just go to the site and see if you're registered to vote it'll tell you that's the only thing so you're good to go that's all you need to do okay. that's what i check i just check to make sure we still good to go <laughs> okay i'm not filling out no more new forms and shit i don't know what these republicans are up to um <clears throat> but it'll tell you like your address everything right so as long as that's up to date i'm good okay trump to unveil new now if you want to keep registering yourself that's fine but i'm gonna miss you in prison i will come visit you <laughs> Cause I love you and to death do us part. I will come see you every weekend, but I just stay just gotta be careful out here. Trump to unveil a new bid to limit environmental rules. That's right. Australia's burning and he's like, uh, you know what? We need less regulation on this environmental shit. You know, hurry yeah. up. Yeah, I'm not gonna go and tell you, but he people have actually died scientists have died people have died for us to have clean drinking water for us to go outside and the air is not filled with smog we have smog in certain parts of the country but if you go to other parts of the world it is fucking smog smog you know people died for us to you know be able to have trees and they're not chopping down all the fucking forests and shit like the fuck is this my nigga well all i gotta say is this until we get the perfect democratic candidate 
uh i hope you don't think i'm gonna take my ass out and vote to keep trump out of office because i i want a candidate that agrees with 100 percent of everything i believe on everything well they can go yeah people. okay and they also better agree on the right order of what my favorite the roots albums is or it's gonna be a motherfucking problem so if you don't put undone in the wrong spot bruh good luck or ma'am if you if you don't get out of here with that foolishness sir i will only be voting for the perfect candidate texas governor to reject new refugees first under trump texas governor greg abbott said the state will reject the resettlement of new refugees becoming the first state known to do so under the recent trump administration order in a letter released released friday abbott wrote that texas has been left by congress to deal with disproportionate migration issues resulting from a broken federal immigration system uh he said they've done more than their share um they've long been the leader in settling refugees taking in more than any other state during the 2018 governmental fiscal year according to the united nations high commissioner for refugees the state has large refugee populations in several of its major cities but the republican governor has tried to stop refugees before declaring in 2015 that texas would not welcome people from syria following the deadly paris attacks from that november at the time uh the administration of former president barack obama continued to send refugees to texas and other states led by republican governors who were opposed to it president donald trump announced in november that resettlement agencies must get written consent from state and local officials in any jurisdiction where they want to help resettle refugees beyond june 2020 uh trump has already slashed the number of refugees allowed into the country for the 2020 fiscal year which ends in september to a historic low of eighteen thousand about 30,000 refugees were resettled in the u.s during the previous fiscal year in his letter to secretary of state mike pompeo abbott argued that the state and its not non-profit organization should instead focus on those who are already here instead of refugees migrants and the homeless indeed all texans governors in 42 other states have said they will consent to allowing in more refugees according to the lutheran immigration and refugee service uh which works with local agencies throughout the u.s to resettle refugees the thing that's really really it's just fucked up all the way around because you're not getting help because the administration it treats like a business so the less money they spend the better so they're not trying to help you anyway to actually relieve uh you and you're racist too you're racist but you know to help relieve uh this state from that and nobody ever thinks about it but what happens if something happens here in our country and we actually need to be refugees other places in the world nobody ever thinks about that because everybody thinks america just gonna be great and on top all the time what happened if something happened here and the people are like nope we don't want them goddamn americans nobody ever considers that shit mm-hmm. the thing that i find interesting is that um just like the environmental rules you know trump only doing this shit because he just hate obama and everything that liberals and republicans said obama was he is worse yes and the outrage is not nearly the same that's all like it's definitely not the same on the republican side they don't give a fuck about him disgracing the office any of that shit and the liberal side it ain't the same motherfucker drawn way more people and no one talks about him nobody no not no drone in chief any of this shit quiet as a mouse it would have been every day on some shows back in the day i still listen to these shows nothing now it's fucking sickening trump targets michelle obama's signature school nutrition guidelines on her birthday pete Mm -hmm. 
they hate michelle obama so much that they don't even want their kids to like eat better food no they <laughs> i can't even don't. imagine the amount of hatred you have to have for somebody to be like well i don't give a fuck if it's gonna make my kid have a more balanced nutritional note lunch uh i can't deal with this yeah and all this going to happen is you're gonna have eventually they're gonna uh uh, uh do it with like a lot of those vending machines and all them shits getting ready to come back you know because they have stripped a lot of that out of the schools you know so it's one of those things where it's like oh okay so next to this generation being one of the first generations where the parents outlive the children what is there's such a fraud man like her the first lady melania trump fucking legacy is supposed to be anti-bullying her, she don't look at who her husband is a fucking online internet bully she don't do a motherfucking thing like it's just crazy she is man pointless. like it's, i don't know this shit is wild all right let's get to the white people news Lori harvey Please not guilty in Los Angeles hit and run case after allegedly hitting a parked vehicle and attempting to flee the scene. Lori Harvey oh. is Steve Harvey's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Thinking like a lady, acting like a man out here. Uh, uh, Lori Harvey pleaded not guilty to charges related to her hit and run case in Los Angeles. The 23 year old stepdaughter of Steve Harvey did not appear in court. However, her high powered attorney, Blair Burke, uh entered the plea for her according to people magazine burke confirmed to the outlet that she appeared at the hearing on behalf of her client oh here she is in a bikini relevant that's pretty yeah i love what i love about this though is that steve harvey spent all these years making money talking shit about how women look dress behave and he married to a woman that clearly is a sack chaser she was out here to getting this money and he got some so his dumb ass went right over there okay cool her daughter also securing the bag steve don't have shit to say about it she done been spotted with future kissing him on his birthday or some shit on instagram um she's Stay uh, away baby he rumored to be dating puff daddy's son and then puff daddy himself she future got that super sperm that shit penetrates your clothes I, right i understand but it's just interesting that you don't hear all this admonishment coming from steve harvey and shit no more man when he was the guy he was the girl he was telling mm-hmm. all us what what, change, what needs to happen in relationship what happened steve kind of quiet earlier this what trump got your tongue anyway earlier this month Lori was charged with two misdemeanors one count of hit and run resulting in property damage one count of resisting delaying obstructing a peace officer and for the record i don't have no problem with Lori harvey or how she dressed mm-hmm. or any of that shit i'm i'm definitely gonna follow her on instagram after this uh that doesn't bother me it's just interesting that this motherfucker was so bothered to tell everybody how to dress and all this shit and then he, uh, suddenly he's he's mom the la county district attorney's office filed the charges um uh after at nearly three uh nearly three months after Lori was seen walking away from the scene after she reportedly slammed her mercedes g-wagon into a parked car oh that dude look like a wagon how the fuck charges not filed immediately are you looking at this wreck right the My car is on its side that look like a humbee like you had to be drunk or something um yeah the force of the collision was so intense it caused a vehicle to flip on its side witnesses on the scene reported she was pulled from the car by the driver of the vehicle she hit sources also oh. claimed that harvey was seen texting behind the wheel before the crash into the prius oh she wasn't paying attention after the incident she reportedly tried to walk away confused police were already there Sarah for misdemeanor hit and run delaying a police investigation she was not booked at the time of the incident and was seen facetiming her stepfather Stephen harvey steven 
while waiting for authorities she identified herself properly and signed a written promise to appear in court earlier in the story was pictured having fun with friends at noble and malibu but alcohol was poorly not a factor in the collision uh laurie is one of his seven children her mother is his third and current wife uh marjorie Lori seems to be pulling out all the stops to maintain her innocence and has tapped attorney blair burke to defend her burke is one of the most sought out the lawyers oh so burke put this in the daily mail got it uh <laughs> i'm like who sense. called the daily mail oh okay there you go that's game who called the daily mail over this shit right um but yeah Lori harvey out here trying to get her brandy on mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened um At least nobody died yeah you know could have been worse mm-hmm. we have seen worse actually oh, i should have kept sharing my screen i actually had another article hold on let me pull my screen back up okay uh so at the sag awards screen actors guild awards you know they give out tv and movie awards and shit mm-hmm. um people took a pic someone took a picture of brad pitt and jennifer and talking and then of course twitter do your thing everybody was all like mm, but when you want that old thing back and oh look at them they talking and all this shit and i thought that was funny because like wasn't the whole thing that brad cheated on jennifer and mm-hmm. she was fine and just happy without his ass but now all of a sudden she need to get back with him people are so weird this would have been cardi being offset anyway i digress right um but the photographer who snapped the picture uh i guess talked to uh the daily mail our ho- our hosts for brad pitt and jennifer and recoupling were all given a boost at the sag awards when the couple shared a tender moment at their after their respective wins the once upon a time in hollywood star who scooped an actor for his role in the quentin tarantino flick congratulated his ex-wife after she won the best actress go- gong for the morning show at the ceremony held in shrine auditorium at expo hall in los angeles on sunday brad 56 set hearts for racing when he grasped the hand of his old flame who looked elated as she gave him a quick embrace so i guess they both divorced right now or something yeah maybe I mean, that's what's yeah, happening i guess people act like if y'all don't stab each other <laughs> right like what they expect them to do push right. a, push on the ground bitch i hate you still i heard her kick him in the balls oh you cheated on me social media erupted after the images of the reunion were shared online with a host of amusing memes posted on to twitter by fans of the former couple who divorced in 2005 damn that's 15 years ago already yeah. wow yeah we is my nigga um now the photographer who took the images has revealed what happened in the build-up to the most talked about interaction of the night emma mcintyre who works um for getty's getty images has been taking photos backstage at the event for four years the moments are really joyful and there are often encounters between winners in the area she told people i try to capture as many of these celebratory moments as i can it's always fun to catch a spontaneous run-in between actors emma said she sensed there would be a photo worthy opportunity when jennifer 50 won her award not not long after brad picked up his she told how uh she was running back and forth between the two backstage areas and having just taken some snaps of jennifer spy brad walking down the hallway towards her he called out aniston and she turned around and they embraced and congratulated each other she recalls it was a moment of two accomplished people at the top of their game acknowledging each other's successes and genuinely seeming happy to see one another 
the moment was really touchy and you can sense the respect between the two people who had known each other for 20 plus years and are both outstanding in their field she admitted that like this are rare while candid moments can be hit and hit or miss it is as is often difficult to capture a clean frame uh emma said there was use, usually mobile phone in front of your lens or someone's hair covering their face which is what makes these particular photos even more of a triumph so really the the photographer called daily mail Mm-hmm. uh she added and I, and I i don't blame them yeah yeah she's like all right this is this this is a newsworthy story yeah i didn't think about that you have uh people yeah a lot of people that are professional photographers complain about people in their cell phones particularly at weddings and some people actually tell people we don't want like random cell phones and i like wedding photos because we paid hundreds and possibly thousands of dollars for a professional and your fucking cell phone is not gonna be a match toward to it yep she basically said she got lucky with the shot um to get the perfect look so yep that's what happened guys they still together now we all gotta celebrate right till he cheat on her again and we call her stupid for dating this man yeah. right yeah. right uh <laughs> i don't know what the rules are uh our boy andy king um oh damn it went to the wrong one hold on uh oh wait we don't even need a picture of this one uh our boy andy king who um you guys may know for the Firefest documentary the guy who was like he was gonna do anything to get that water yes well he has now gotten an evian deal get that bag yep he told a story i you know about how he would suck some mm-hmm. dick to get some water and um yeah he is he is now um a year after the release of the documentary um evian is repaying king for his heroic efforts the brand is honoring king with his very own custom evian water bottle with the slogan so good you do anything for it did you crazy yourself uh he went on instagram and made the announcement he wrote who's thirsty wet water emoji on the one year anniversary of the doc debut avion waters come on a, a special, marketing a special your faith could never a special bottle with a new slogan all in honor of my infamous teen spirit uh speaking of his bravery with the los angeles times king stated at the end of the day i demonstrated something which was you know what sometimes you got to do whatever you got to do to get the job done did i actually end up doing it no would i have done it maybe and in today's culture it's hard to find people that are going to go that extra mile to get something done properly i think that really resonated with so many people i love his spin on it (laughs) we're all like no way am i sucking a dick for this for these uh entitled privileged ass white people and he's like see what you have to understand is stick to itiveness okay guys i'm right to die uh taylor swift our girl attempted to kick justin bieber out of her gym see she's just like the rest of us <laughs> y'all be hating on tay tay uh, what was he doing in her gym uh <laughs> apparently she attempted to have him kicked out and several others removed from the dog pound gym in west hollywood the yummy artist and his security team were approached and asked to leave but they refused to budge until bees finished his workout after completing the session beaver left with his crew all the while not knowing that swift was the one who requested they exit stage right once he left the remaining gym members were also asked to leave 
a source at the gym insisted that swift had an appointment with a trainer where she specified she liked to train alone in the facility and that the incident was not personal swift has however made her feelings known about beaver's manager scooter Braun, as the two have been engaged in the music business feud over her master's recording for months right. oh yeah she was like no no you got to go mm, who knows what the, what the truth is there um i don't know if it's better just to have a whole lot of money and be like get the fuck out of my gym or to be like i just don't like your ass get the fuck out of my gym either way pete pete justin bieber told fans to game spotify itunes to give him a chart topping song <sighs> piece of shit so um Did, didn't he go back to being white again yeah he's white now but he uh basically uh tried to f- use the streaming stuff to get the number one uh his new single yummy to number one uh and he told people like play my stuff he said if you don't have a number one just make a five-page slideshow asking your fans to gain the system by listening to your song on repeat quietly while they're asleep and also buy it multiple times yeah you can't put it on you can't mute it and you have to repeat stream it all night this is what the industry looks like 2020 um but yeah that's what he basically said Oh, because I think he was scared of, uh, I'm trying to think who else was on there. It was like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think Roddy Rich might have been the dude that he was trying to beat. Oh, I, I don't know that and I don't know what the Yummy is. Yummy is the name of his single, Karen. It was in the article I, I read. It I mean, yeah, but, but I've never heard of the song. Okay. Yeah. I'm not playing it. Um, I want to help him get screams. I got Roddy Rich. Okay. I listen to him all day. Okay. I, I had to check him out then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes um it's uh yeah so he um among the tips create a spotify playlist with yummy let it play on repeat while you sleep buy the song on itunes multiple times on beaver's website and link to youtube video instead of reposting it it also says to use a vpn for streaming if you're in the u.s if you're not in the u.s since billboard charts only count streams marked as coming in from u.s ip addresses the idea is that if enough fans do this at once the concentrated activity could help yummy make it on the billboard charts that's wow okay beeps is that how you want to win i don't know my song not hitting nobody's listening to it but like a handful of people on repeat you know it's like hey guys if you don't listen to our show just make sure you download it and you play it while you sleep as low as possible and on repeat we trying to get this spotify money how old is he you gotta be 25 now 30 mm-hmm. old uh a second horse has died at the santa anita park since the beginning of the year oh horses dying what's happening with this white people shit karen a six-year-old horse was euthanized at the santa anita park on friday second horse to die in the fan california racetrack this year the horse named hairless suffered a fractured right hairless uh or is it harless oh i'm sorry harless like arless okay fracture he suffered a fractured front right ankle the horse was euthanized per recommendation of veterinarian this it comes weeks after another horse four-year-old golden birthday was injured during a race becoming the first horse to die at the racetrack in 2020 uh santa anita is one of the largest equine training facilities in the country housing 2,000 horses nearly 40 horses have died at the track in arcadia northeast of los angeles since december 2018 wow that's a lot of horses that's all i'm about to say i mean i hate to kick a dead horse but these motherfuckers are killing horses like flies over there okay (laughs) and officials briefly halted racing last year over concerns about the number of deaths 
well i'm sure nobody will be boycotting them as long as they don't get uh honorary pro bowl captain status so nothing to see here right nothing apparently and you just kill uh, dozens of horses i mean i mean y- y- y'all don't have horse cast i mean goddamn keep uh horse cast i mean i fracture your ankle goddamn i got to be euthanized i mean goddamn i think horses way too much to put any pressure on their legs after it's broke oh okay definitely not racing again but i don't even i mean i ain't got the race again but shit they don't have like a horse crutch or something i mean that's what i'm talking about horse stint something but i guess they can't stand you know what are you gonna do i don't know uh people can now adopt dogs who fail government training for being too friendly oh mm-hmm that's nice like this not paying attention it was like you 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 you, 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 you too sweet. oh wait update due to an overwhelming number of requests tsa is currently not accepting additional applications well you could have adopted it puppies and dogs that was too friendly to be oh so they had so, so they had so many people to probably crash the site yeah oh also when they go through like the the training and stuff you got them dogs just ain't paying no attention be like i don't care well, what they're too what y'all friendly. talking about well they're too friendly that means they talk they like go up to other people and shit you can't do uh, that because <laughs> like you, you're on the job like have you ever seen like a person with a uh dog for like uh like a cni dog or something like that yes um those dogs are tra- like you can't pet them you're not supposed to talk to them and stuff yeah a lot like of them that. have like vested that actually which lets the dog know that they're working but they have like vested are like please don't pet me or i'm a special service dog right okay oh okay so it's so instead of them being alert they'll start doing other shit they're like look somebody would die because you're too friendly and you actually doing other shit mm-hmm. uh hilaria baldwin claps back at <laughs> criticism of her kids not wearing coats outside in new york city oh it don't get whiter than this new york city mm-hmm. you know it's good to see white people out here doing their thing in the big in the big apple um like they wear uh what is it no socks and uh adidas they wear shorts all year round i don't give a fuck what the way it could be three feet of snow you're gonna see somebody white with some shorts on she like first of all it's only 23 degrees so y'all not even about to act like my kids is cold these are white babies this is a try this is what we do we are nordic people yeah they don't give a fuck you they'll have gloves a hood a coat their legs gonna be showing well they didn't have coats karen that's the whole point of the article that i was reading hilaria black a criticism of her kids not wearing coats outside of new york city emphasis on not wearing coats no i would just i would just... <laughs> i'm just messing with you hilaria baldwin isn't letting mom shame oh, her... is, a, is a coat on there for commercial i mean you know, on the ad yeah <laughs> yeah the ad on the side of the thing is like cover your ass up with a nice wool hoodie coats okay don't be out here like hilaria Baldwin getting sick and you shit. know you ain't got no get sick money no hilaria Baldwin isn't letting mom shamers get the best of her the mom brain podcast host and mother of four clap back monday oh she has a podcast on uh, her instagram story at, wait what does hilaria Baldwin do i have no idea hmm interesting i might have to check out the podcast now i know jl covey is rolling over in his grave uh <laughs> the whole podcast gonna be about fucking alec baldwin well the first thing i did you know i had to establish myself i fucked alec baldwin um i cut those 75 year old balls and i said hilarious it's time okay <laughs> yes your time uh yeah monday on her instagram story after she received negative comments on a photo of herself and her children her sons romeo alejandro david 
19 months leonardo angel charles rafael thomas and carmen gabriella uh which respective age is 19 months three four and a half and six so we named them after ninja turtles and paintings not those are just latinx names karen just culturally so racist (laughs) um but yeah one of the things i think is interesting uh on this one is uh i mean i i can't really do a spanish accent but it's probably pronounced like romeo alejandro okay okay because uh, i was like that's probably you... not angel it's probably like angel or some shit i can't pronounce so um anyway well i didn't know i wonder if she because i thought she was a white woman i wonder if she's like latinx or something oh, uh, with the Latina or something. and then also um man the the dick still works they had them babies fast oh yeah oh men's we women have an expiration date on the eggs we have a limited number uh of eggs but men's like oh oh we can kick until we can't breathe no more she got the popping these babies out like cam newton baby mama she's like apparently so i'm gonna get this money i'm gonna leg lock the fuck out this nigga okay he ain't going now now well and if he does uh we all set for life mm-hmm Photos which Hilaria said were taken on Saturday when it was nearly 70 degrees outside show Raphael wearing a puffer jacket and pants, but the rest of the kids are in long sleeved ensembles of pants which resemble shapewear. Hilaria wore black pants and a gray sweater as she held youngest child Romeo while five of them waited to cross the street. What's wrong with this picture? I don't see what the problem is. Mm-mm. I thought it was going to be cold as shit or something. It, like the one kid just like karen just always wear a jacket no matter how hot it is that's me and, that, and then everybody else is like why you got your babies out there in the cold it's like well no this nigga is wearing overdressed the rest of us are fine yeah at least they fully clothed because from what i hear from most parents you have to you have to t- tell your kids they can't wear shorts all year round that when i post a photo of my kids with no jackets it starts such controversy she said adding a crying laughing emoji i think there are a few things we should consider before you worry about my children with no coat simply ruins your monday oh just like a capitalist one uh, well she's nope she's not black it's okay she can have money number one it was nearly 70 this weekend two someone pointed out that since i posted the photo today it doesn't matter what temp it was this weekend not sure the logic of this i assure you yeah. that this was taken saturday a.m yeah what the fuck you, I, oh my god people are so entitled to these famous people yes, they are why'd you post it right now nigga the picture was taken at a different time well it's 36 degrees now okay that's we, not when we, my kids are outside, outside with no coats now. We're, 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 we're actually at home three that my children are gonna get cold from wearing coats just so you know you get sick from a virus not from no jacket Oh, you gonna act, oh, you out here using science and logic and shit? Nigga. Come on. Don't you know you're a celebrity? What the fuck? Nobody gonna agree with that. Uh, how dare you supposed to be understanding? Last thing, non jacket related. Many of you ask who takes my picks. It's often my husband, Alec Baldwin, sometimes a friend. She went out on a subsequent post. And for those of you who are dying for me to admit this, as you think I simply pretend to be a hands on parent, sometimes I'd like to get sleep of someone who is pretending drum roll sometimes my nanny for the millionth time ah! i keep their i keep their identities private because one these are their wishes to remain private citizens two for the safety of my kids when i'm not there right. three so paps doesn't don't follow my kids around when i'm not there she correct uh talking about her hired help 
hilaria also used a platform to share that she was using her time she had to herself on monday to practice some self-care writing three kids in school one nap and i don't work today so i'm getting my first pedicure since late november early december all that pretend parenting leaves me with no time to do things like get a pedicure oh because oh because so she's so she's rich i'm telling you man so many people are just jealous of rich people yes because and it shines because she's rich she must be dealing with people in who follow her on instagram by the way choose to follow her choose and then in every comment her. when she talks about her parent her kids they're like you ain't a real parent it's just nannies doing all your kids raising your kids blah 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 and because they don't like her or they're jealous of her or whatever correct you know it's crazy and, and your it, ass would have a nanny too if you could afford it that right that's my whole point if you could afford it most people would be like i would love a fucking break what you know you so because you can only afford to give your parents to your your kids to your grandparents or to the grandparents or whatever you better than rich people like what does that mean dog like a break is a break all parents need a break if you could afford a babysitter you're not a bad parent that's another thing just in general right, you're not a bad parent if it funnels down into the point which is that you are a bad parent for taking a break from your children you know every day i read articles that i normally don't read on the show they're about people abusing fucking kids because they just reach their fucking limits and they're not designed for that they don't have the money and time to be able to like cope with it they don't have a therapy or whatever and they do some horrible shit to kids all the goddamn time you know and it's and it's like oh because you're at your fucking wits and you're like you've literally been driven insane by the challenges of parenthood and also because of the stigmas attached to it you don't want to look like less of a parent by taking this break or look like less of a parent by having someone else you know watch your kid for a little bit right if you put your kid in daycare how the fuck you mad at somebody by having a nanny what kind of kind of weird ass shit is that that's so weird anyway uh and if if it bothered you that on a warm day my kids wore no coats then this will really ruffle your feathers i'm walking half a block to the nail salon in flip-flops and it's 44 degrees it's cold she continued (laughs) uh the living clearly method author okay so she wrote a book cool cashing in a mirror a mirror selfie video and casual tire but i haven't had time for a petty in six weeks and nothing will smudge them who knows when this will happen again uh other comments on her post inquired why the children were wearing pajamas in public in response to mother four shared a video of herself and her son Raphael on instagram story how's it make you feel when people talk about your pajamas she asked her oldest son who who replied poopy and went on to say he likes wearing pajamas every day because they're so, so very soft right you ain't gonna fight them this fucking pointless so you wake up every morning and what do you do do you take a bath his mom asked yeah and then put on pajamas and socks showing off his choice of comfy sleepwear for that day yeah man right. she's like three or four i'm the fuck if this keeps everything calm bye who gives a fuck motherfuckers really ain't got nothing to do <laughs> nothing nothing like to you don't do. got nothing to do if you are outraged at this one <laughs> if, like, you, if you in her page her instagram page like this what is your life like some people really do like outrage like why can't you just laugh at it like the rest of, first of all nothing was really that funny about her shit but why like why can't you just laugh at the i like i can see if people would have laughed if like white people be going out without coats haha but they'd be like i want first of all your nanny took that picture bitch second of all like what happened how we turn left you follow <laughs> Woo, that mommy that mommy shit gets serious on yeah, the street it do they going out each other's throats oh my god nigga white people boy i love white people news because it's like oh yeah 
black people worried about tyler Perry setting the race back and white people just like you didn't wear a coat <laughs> like how dare you ma'am you're getting a pedicure and you're wearing flip-flops bitch i hate you gwyneth paltrow those two things ain't on the same level gwyneth paltrow selling a candle that smells like her vagina what here's my thing it costs 75 dollars 75 dollars right um i'm pretty sure this is gonna sell out you know it is uh the the title the 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 actual name of the candle is my vagina what the hell this smells like my vagina oh shit i was close you were very close paltrow's first i could she didn't she didn't gonna go with pussy sin or nothing like that huh uh paltrow's first claim across the scent when she was reminded of her when she said remind her of smell her own vagina she claims the scent was then finalized for the this smells like my vagina candle which reportedly sold out within hours of his test run the candle started as a joke between perfumer douglas little and gp uh the two were working on the fragrance and he blurted out uh this smells like a vagina and the smell then evolved to a funny gorgeous sexy and beautifully unexpected scent vagina after what though you know what i'm saying like vagina after sex vagina yeah. after washing it i mean vaginas don't have just one scent necessarily no they don't depends on what's going on uh that turned out to be perfect as a candle we did a test run sold out at hours it's blended geranium citrusy bergamot and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and a red seed that puts us in mind of fantasy seduction and sophisticated warmth. you know what i would be worried about if you have sex with gwendolyn paltrow and it don't smell like that candle can you get your money back false advertisement why you like mm, hold up that is coriander i want my motherfucking money back that ain't in the candle do i taste turmeric mm-hmm. i'm gonna need all no Gwyneth. cinnamon is not in the candle Mm-mm. false advertising that's what we need one of her exes needs to come out and be like Mm-mm. uh everybody i'm starting a class action lawsuit for false advertising because this candle <laughs> does not smell like a vagina and if you bought one of these candles you have been duped okay duped. for 75 dollars your ass is yes. got played this woman's candle smells like eraserbacks <laughs> <laughs> and bark and tree bark okay yes i know that smell anywhere um <laughs> get mad why am i smelling rosemary so all right well good luck everybody with uh the goop if you uh i think she got a documentary coming to netflix or something too what mm-hmm. she making all the money netflix she was like away. go ahead no you got it oh she was like y'all ain't got to worry about me i make enough money all i got to do is show up in a marvel movie once every so many years i don't have to work or do nothing but make goop shit yeah netflix is giving away documentaries the way that they gave away stand-up specials uh, the, the fuck yes why can't we get a documentary then there's a documentary on everything out there uh, we might be able to we just need to get like a tripod in this motherfucker we might be able to do something Please. here they just buying all the documentaries you might can shoot them something like it's documentaries for shit to do that we already know all the details on the oj documentary didn't somebody else do this just just green light it just give the me the documentary money. on the documentary right the about f- the documentary the Aaron hernandez documentary based off of the podcast based off of the news articles ah! <laughs> based off based of, him a, based off of the real thing right like we, didn't we know all this stuff all right it don't matter <laughs> you know you want more <laughs> right 
what you gonna you, do you not, already you already paid for it click play what you gonna do not hit play <laughs> that 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 a motto what you gonna do not hit play it's either this or that tyler perry movie okay okay aaron hernandez for the 50th, 50th time okay damn uh all right y'all that's that's it okay <laughs> we've done this has been over two hours um well, we do have to of course do sword ratchetness uh we'll be back uh saturday with the feedback show i think uh depending on the timing that's you know um so i don't know we may or may not be back saturday i don't know it would depend on the timing because that's the memorial for karen's uh mother so Mm -hmm. um we'll we'll let you know as far as premium people though me and bossy are doing this too much friday morning at 9 a.m um me and justin are doing um i believe ballsy probably tomorrow night Mm -hmm. and we should be doing a nerd off friday night yes so we got all that stuff going if you're premium yay An Ypsilanti Township man was left in critical condition Thursday, January 16th, after being stabbed multiple times with a katana-type sword. The victim claims his girlfriend stabbed him with a sword in the Ypsilanti Township parking lot after an argument between the couple. The police were called at 12.36 p.m. to a apartment at... Who gives a fuck about the address? (laughs) This is just north of the Eastern Michigan University, okay? A stabbing was reported to the police at the time the victim was found in a parking lot in critical condition and was then taken to the hospital the victim was stabbed in multiple areas or including his torso arm and armpit he may possibly have punctured a lung as well the suspect oh. was located nearby was taken into custody the weapon used was also collected by police she now awaits charges for felonious assault damn well, i guess she won the argument um all right child that's it for this uh for this uh episode thank you so much we'll Yes. Uh, talk to you guys, uh, like I say, either Saturday or, you know, soon, uh, whatever. And then also getting close to the end of the month. So probably end up taking a week off at some point. So, um, just be aware of all that stuff. If you need more content, go premium, theblackoutist.com slash premium. Mm, lots of shit behind the paywall. And as a show note, I will be changing the premium password soon. So just giving you a, a heads up on that. All you freeloaders. All right. Until next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.